Hey there, and welcome to the Soul at Ease podcast. I wanted to give a little bit of an introduction before the actual interview on this episode because um, (laughs) Evelyn, my guest on this show, and I just kind of jumped straight into conversation, and it took a minute before I actually introduced her. This conversation was so fun, and I really hope you like it a lot. Uh, We had a lot of laughs. You're going to hear... I may sing a little bit. I lose my train of thought, but don't worry. I do get it back eventually. But we also talk a lot about some really powerful concepts around boundaries and um, using the word activate instead of trigger. I really liked that part when we discussed that, but also just some ways to learn how to communicate your needs, how the power of the pause will help you. Uh, figure out what you want and how to ask for it, and just how to be your own champion. We discussed that a lot. So we also talk a lot about Keanu Reeves, so you'll hear a good amount about him and the movie Speed, which we both obviously love. But yeah, this was a really great episode. I'm so excited to to deliver it to you today. And with no further ado, uh, where you're going to pick up on the conversation is about where we were talking about how some mornings you wake up and you just have a little bit of gunk in your throat. And so we just kind of jumped in talking about that and how it kind of stinks a little bit for podcast recording, but we got through it and it was a fantastic conversation. So here you go. (laughs) Uh, yeah uh, yeah so the nasally sound it's so funny too because yeah I always think that as well and I try to make sure before podcast recordings that I don't eat like dairy and Ugh. things like that because I'll get like <laughs> you know super whatever. smart oh yeah that yeah. like st- yeah definitely mm, and then yeah and then I always notice it and I don't know I know you're like a you know movie and show buff as well but do you notice it like when actors are sick like in oh, shows that you watch I and you can like hear them, all but they the time. They don't acknowledge it. They don't yes. acknowledge the people in the, the sinus. We know it's there. We can <laughs> hear it. Yes, just pretend you're fun. sick in the show then in that episode. Yeah, they're, they're like, come on, they need to suspend your belief. Suspend yes. it for just a little bit, okay? I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, so funny. So funny. Oh, good morning. So How good are you? Morning. Excellent. I spent about two hours this morning listening to a podcast about um past lives and aliens and oh so um, you're ready for today things you're that ready. happened about 50 million years ago so <laughs> you're really- how, how, what happened at, at atlantis and how yeah what the um, earth and what we're all here for and yeah i'm ready i'm ready for some great <laughs> i love it i loved in your you know your little preview when you were talking about the spoon and mm-hmm. you're like my I got one foot in and one foot out of the matrix. I'm like, yeah, I was there. I definitely was there. So this tracks with the Atlantis part of this, like everything that you're experiencing yes. right now. Yeah. And then I thought about you when I was hearing about Atlantis because <laughs> you just went to Greece, right? Yes, like, I did. Yes, and that's where you're like, that's your kind of homeland. Yeah, right? my like, dad's from Greece. Yeah. yeah, he was born and raised there and then came here when he was 30, you know, 30 years old with $20 in his pocket. So going back there, I used to go there every summer and visit my family and as I got older I I went to the islands I went to you know Santorini and that's where that city is right the Atlantic yeah. see like I don't know I think I don't, so I, yeah. think, I mean I was yeah. like it was a lot to absorb this morning when I was listening to it but <laughs> and now I'm gonna like get off this and be like well just google a little bit and see what I find on there and just uh, dabble a little right. bit in the lost city yeah no yeah. so yeah. So yeah, very interesting stuff. So yeah, now I'm like boundaries, you know, like, we're yeah. boundaries. I'm like, 
who even cares about boundaries right now? Like, seriously, where are we going on this lifetime? But um, <laughs> that is so true. But like, what a great point, right? We are so small. We are so teeny tiny in this universe. And it's like, I remember the best thing that someone ever told me about boundaries, because I heard I hear these gurus are like, to to really live a free life, you must have no boundaries and be free and be able to just uh accept what is and what comes into your life but at the same time it's like but that doesn't feel good sometimes <laughs> right <laughs> that does not feel good and so how do we balance being free and expressive and having no boundaries with having boundaries and i think right. the, the part that comes into mind is just knowing that the boundaries are really understanding yourself and what comes up for you when you're having these moments where you're like, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't go with what I need and want. And in my universe, in my person, in my experience of my life that I'm having. So yeah. anyways, I can go on and on. That already <laughs> gave me like, I just got chills. Honestly, <laughs> like that is it though. And it's so uh, what boundaries are doing is that and and I know you and I share a lot of similar stuff about it. We'll get into an actual introduction of who you are in a yeah. second. But <laughs> just, we're just I don't, nobody needs to know that. Yeah, just dive in right in. Yeah, but, um, but it is like boundaries are not to set up barriers or blockades from you and other people, right? We know that what they are is to protect your freedoms. They are to yeah. protect your ability to be free to do the things that you want to do and you know to live this life of more ease and absolutely live that so, boundaryless life like that yeah. people want to live which sounds doesn't make sense but it does but like it, it does, does. Yeah. yeah like boundaries create freedom it's yeah, yeah it's weird. there is no spoon like and there is no dang spoon yeah, yeah. definitely is it so so yes everybody here I have um hi Marty, yeah. yeah and she's here with me and recognizing that there is no spoon has a love also for um Keanu Reeves oh. in the movie Speed and yes definitely the arms the oh man in the, in the bus scene when he's pulling himself back up mm, yeah. everything about that movie is just so well played and i'm not a big action movie like i was never like a big action movie buff yes. when i was a kid but i mean I actually i'm gonna caveat it because like in, in my intro episode to this podcast i said i don't like action movies that make me fall asleep yeah this one did not well it's so exciting the chaos you know don't keep the bus what is it keep the bus uh 55. under 55 yeah 55 55 it's like oh my gosh residential areas are screaming right now you know like <laughs> what are they gonna do oh. Oh, anyways yeah, yeah so so great movies yeah. great actor yeah Absolutely. i don't i'm not as much of a fan of his look these days but in that movie i was definitely like i could watch that one a few different times for sure he's supposedly really nice too in person like he's just the sweetest person ever in the industry yeah. a lot of people have just amazingly glowing things to say about keanu reeves this is a podcast about keanu reeves not about <laughs> <laughs> why i'm Honestly, here he yeah. is a, he is one that i would love to meet for like conversation purposes like when they're like who would you want to sit around a table with like i think he would be a great guy to talk to and jim carrey i oh, think yes. I, I, jim carrey would be just amazing because you know everybody knows him as this comedian and this riot but like he's got so much of this i'm sure he knows all about the aliens oh 100 right? yeah and great to have these conversations with him so jim carrey should you at some point listen to this podcast and he will he will I would love to meet you yes yes <laughs> You're at our table, Jim. Jim yes. and Keanu. Yes. 
<laughs> oh, that would be a fantastic table. Uh, yes. But anyway, so Evelyn, why don't you go ahead and just introduce a little bit about yourself and sort of why you're here and what we're going to talk about today. Well, I'm here to talk about Keanu Reeves, obviously. Yes. No, yeah. my name is Evelyn Marley. I am a personal development and executive coach, and I help people break their boundaries by making boundaries. Uh, basically, I help with awareness and to help get people focused on what's coming up for them, what is activating in them. I'm trying to lean away from triggers, like the word triggers, because labeling is something that I really try to uh, be mindful of because I think that people can take these labels and just run with them. And then when they start saying them, the meaning gets lost of what it really, like the purpose of what we're really trying to do. So, uh, I heard activation and I think that that's a great word to use because uh, when something does come up for us, it is something that's being activated and we get to go back and look, and look at what's happening and why it's happening. And so I really just help clients kind of go through experiences that they have. And we talk about, and I ask them questions as a coach mm -hmm. <laughs> about, uh, you know, what happened in those moments. And we just kind of dive into how we can set up some boundaries for them. And then the third part is the communication. And so I'm a communication major. I got my degree in that. So I really help people with finding ways of uh, nonviolently communicating what they want. What's nonviolent communication? Well, it's a way of communicating uh, without uh, any like hidden undertones that might seem aggressive or passive aggressive, but ways to really express yourself, how you are really feeling in a mindful way. And that's being like cognizant of the other person as well. So that's what I do. And I also, I have a podcast. Um, it's not really active right now, but I'm hoping that, you know, once my kids go back to school and they are <laughs> <laughs> not here because I've been gone for a while and now they're here with me in the summer and I put a boundary up around that podcast. We're just going to put it in a little box for now and then get back to it but i do have an episode that i really am looking forward to um releasing and it is about triggers so okay yeah so that should be coming up in august i'm really looking forward to that very cool we're in august evelyn we're okay in august. yeah we're in i'm august. sorry yeah end of august yeah yes <laughs> So we're August 2nd, a date of recording, but if this um, is releasing the day that I want it to, it's releasing on August 8th, which <sighs> is dun, 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 National Boundaries Awareness Day. Yay! Created by one and only Evelyn Marley. I did. I did register that day for everybody. I was, you know, having a moment where I was interested. I think it was like, Alexa, my kids put up, Alexa, what national day is it? I was like, there, there's a national day for everything these days, like hot dogs, um, <laughs> umbrellas, whatever, Keanu Reeves. I don't know. Oh, I but, bet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I thought to myself, I said, self, what would it take to register a national, you know, day? And I went on the, uh, you know, information superhighway, Google, mm -hmm. thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And I started researching it. And you know what? It, it doesn't take much to register a national day. It's, it's not government mandated. You're no, you don't, you don't get it off uh, federally, but I will say <laughs> it's there. It is registered. And so when you Google it, cause my, my kids, they were like, they didn't believe me. They're like, no, you didn't. You did not register. I was like, uh, well, let's try to Google it. I remember like panic setting in because I never Googled like, it. Will to it? See. Yeah. yeah like, does it pop up? It does. Like, they're like, well, who created it? I want to see who created it. My kids, they're, they're great. So, yeah. 
covering all my bases, they made sure that I was the one that created this day. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has thought of this, but right. I definitely am so excited to say that there is a day and it will be, it's in the internet. And if you need a day to get reminded about boundaries or the put some awareness around what boundaries are, August mm -hmm. 8th is your day. You can take one day out of the year and yeah. just figure out what's coming up for you. That's awesome. Is there any um, like significance to August 8th <clears throat> and why you chose it? You know, <laughs> as a recovering perfectionist, I did not want to dwell too much on this, what day I should choose. And that's really hard for me because if you do it in the spring, you know, like January, I, there are so many things that came up. So I uh, outsourced that with a friend Okay. <laughs> and she helped me kind of go through some months that I was thinking and we came up with eight, eight, Amy, thank you so much. My best friend, Amy, uh, eight, eight. I was like, that sounds great. Oh, wow. How fun. You know, like it just, <laughs> it just worked. So it is a week, no, five days before my birthday. And I was like, woohoo, how fun. What a big celebration. I could always be reminded of uh, this day because it's around my birthday. And I just, I, I think it's great. I think what better time to put boundaries up than before school starts for parents, right? Mm, yes, yeah, absolutely. For parents towards the end of the summer. I don't know when summer starts and begins for people so differently, but right, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so many other questions came up. Is this going to be a national holiday or is this going to be a global holiday? Because you have the option. And for financial purposes, I chose national, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So there is cost to registry. And yes. Well. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. but you know what? Doesn't mean you can't take it to um, Europe or wherever you want to go to because that's what I did. And I was told everybody. And yeah. it, it was so funny because a friend of mine was like, uh, National Boundaries Awareness Day. What does that mean? You don't have boundaries on every other day, just that one day. And I was like, No, no. It's just no. the awareness. It's day. just the awareness. And I like got tripped up. I was like, that's a good point because we do have boundaries. We should have boundaries. We should be assessing our boundaries like all the time because as you know, they change all the time. Yes. Yes. Well, all if the there time. also if there's a Keanu Reeves day, we can also enjoy watching that movie any day. We don't have to just, you know, but that's just one day we celebrate him. Should so. we when did when did it first get released? Should we make Ooh, that? That's the... a great, I'm totally Googling right now. Okay, good. I, yeah, we have to I know. That, Please do. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that I saw extra significance in the August 8th day for boundaries that Ooh. yeah, that you can take and run with as well. But um is it because the eight looks like a B? My other friend no, said that. <laughs> no, it's because the eight to me, it is because of the number eight, but it's more because it's like it's such a closed loop, like the infinity and the closed loop, like there are no openings in the eight. So like it's very boundaries. Oh my gosh. Wow, that just gave me chills. How fun <laughs> is that? It was like subconsciously, this is the perfect day for it. Yes, exactly. Oh wow. I never thought about that because I do use that symbol all the time for, yeah. for people. I'm like, oh look, infinite infinite, infinite everything. Because everything is infinite. So it came out, speed came out, correct? <laughs> August 8th. No, August 8th. Oh, okay, June, good. <laughs> June 10th. June 10th. Oh, man. So we'll okay. just have to remember that that's always. I'll like, register it. We can remember because I'll register June 10th as yeah. National Keanu Next. Reeves Day. Yeah. Jack Trevin Day. All right. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack. 
Oh, and Sandy B. Let's talk about oh, her for a second. Fantastic in Amazing. that movie. Oh my gosh. And then I was going to like, so the whole reason this whole thing came up is because of the story that I put on of the Solides. I'll just give everybody just a little <laughs> thing. So literally and still. So I came up with this podcast, the Solides podcast a week ago today. And, um, it, and so amazing, are. by the way, I, I loved hearing that when I yeah. heard it. Yeah. Oh, and then, but now ever since soul at ease, like every time I hear at ease, I think of Paula Abdul's rush, rush song. Cause she's like, you're the kiss that puts my soul at ease. Oh so my I just gosh. Hearing that. And then I was like, oh, and then Keanu Reeves is in that video. So I Full put a story circle. up where people would like guess who he was. And then I put, I put pop quiz hot shot yep. on it, which was like the hint, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, here's the little celebrity hint. And then, and then I was going to put another thing on like, here's the answer, wildcat, because that was like Sandra <laughs> nerdy but that movie yeah. is so there's so much in there in that movie that and it was so funny at the same time i don't know how it was still so funny and exciting and terrifying yeah. all at once and like intriguing like oh yes. keanu reeves sandy b will they won't they we don't know i know i'm like don't they end this movie where they're not right like they have to oh they have to, uh, they ha they have to. Yeah. you have to be you're on a bus that yes. wouldn't that couldn't stop there was a you have to yes. be together now that's the rule <laughs> yeah. we made it we made it oh, so yeah so june 10th anyway is keanu reeves day now from from this day forward but we're not going to pay to register that one we'll just know it <laughs> <laughs> don't put it past me okay <laughs> or if any listeners know that there already is a keanu reeves day then tell us that because yes like you know we would like to know the answer on that one but we will go back to boundaries so we will, <laughs> we're going to set boundaries in this conversation set boundaries on going back to boundaries please oh, but you mentioned briefly right in the beginning of this um that you know the boundaries and it's important to to know yourself to know yourself and know what you want and i totally agree with that so mm -hmm. i'm in the middle of <clears throat> creating oh my god i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm literally building the bus while i drive it we're talking about buses now we're tying it all back in okay but <laughs> building a boundary is there a bomb on it are you okay there is no bomb okay there's no spoon no pressure no pressure. That's good. Pressureless yeah. bus yes. driving. Okay, yes. continue. But so I've created so I'm creating a boundaries course right now. That's like Excellent. an sort of deal. And I'm three three have been published so far. The rest are the whole outline is there. I just need to record the things. But anyway, so but the very first sections are all about getting to know yourself and building up your self-worth, your self-confidence, knowing what do you value all of that kind of stuff. So can you speak to that and kind of yeah. help people go through the processes that you do? In the yeah. So the awareness is like the biggest part for me because oftentimes people will say, how do I know I need a boundary? Right. And uh, the biggest part is really recognizing where in your life uh, is there some tension or something coming up for you where you feel uncomfortable because maybe or resentment is a big indication of maybe something isn't right and I need a boundary and that could be in in your household out of your household when you go to the coffee store where where wherever you are it's just like what is coming up and a lot of people uh don't get in touch with their physical activations or what's happening inside of them because they're too too busy or they're doing things that are distracting. Some people like to fill uh, this part of them up with distractions so they don't feel 
anything. And this is really where we get to explore because you're coming to me and say, I, I, I have no time. I, I need to figure out what's going on with my life. And, um, I, I need to concentrate more on getting more time back. It's like, okay, great. So where are we putting the time that's happening? Oh, I'm putting it, doing everything for everybody else. Okay, do you need to do all those things? Yes, because if I don't, then what are they gonna do? Or how are they gonna, how are they gonna survive without me? It's like, okay, I can hear some things coming up. What, you know, so then we start asking the questions about really what's behind the reasoning for why we feel we need to do everything for everybody else. And that requires a lot of inventory of what's coming up for us and why we feel inclined to fix, to be the person, be the hero, be the one that has to do everything for everybody else. And a lot of times, like eight to nine times out of 10, it's really like, well, uh, I don't know what will happen. And it's like fear. Mm, Most of the time it's fear. Yeah, it's fear. And it's like, if I don't do this, they won't survive without me. It's like, "Mm, let's explore that, right? So. And um, you could say that, again, I don't want to label this as codependency because we are all codependent and by some nature. We are codependent humans. We depend on each other for connection, right? We do. We we have that by nature. We're born out of the womb. We, we need someone to help us survive. And what happens is, is that when that becomes like uh, in your family of origin, when you start to explore what, what went on with your caregiver in the beginning and how those attachments were formed, it's like then you can kind of get to see, oh, I had to stay quiet uh, there, because what was happening outside of myself was way more important than what, need, than what needed to happen within me. And that kind of carries on, that story carries on. And then you end up being this caretaker for everybody and not expressing your needs because you don't feel like they're valid. And that's just not true. We all have needs and we all have wants. But if we have been told that they're not important or have seen that they should be stifled, otherwise it will create problems, then that story will carry on and we will think that we don't have, we, we don't have a right to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have a right. And we don't have a choice in our life at yeah. all. At that yeah. Point, right? To like do, an, do anything any differently. Yeah. And, and that was, and I know that was a part of one of the books that you had said too, that you kind of recommend is the four agreements. Yes. <clears throat> and a big part of that is like the agreements that were given when we're young. And I just did a couple book club meetings on this book because it's so fantastic. But yeah, I mean, when you really think about it, so many of the messages that you're given either directly or indirectly by how you felt as you processed it, you know, you just believe that this is the truth of life and all of life and how could it be any different? But yeah, yeah, that is recognizing where those patterns come in for sure. Absolutely. And not, and not, um, because I have, you know, the point is not to get to the point where you realize, oh my gosh, that happened to me when I was a kid. And I can't believe my parents did that to me. because it's not a they were not doing it to you and i really want to take this part to uh, signify the importance of whatever happened during that time period of your life where you formed these ideas that you are not worthy or that you you are not worthy of having feelings or needs or whatever uh whatever happened during that part of life it, it doesn't have to stay with you and you don't have to continue to blame 
other people for what happened. The acknowledgement can be so much more for you to just be able to take the steps. And that's why awareness is the first step in this to take the first steps to saying that that doesn't sit right with me. I don't have to say that my needs are important and I can express them. And here's here's why I can do that for myself. You don't have to tell everybody. You can just know for yourself why you're doing it. Yes. Yes, that exactly. That's so, so right. Yeah. You can't, because I feel like it is, it goes sort of against the work and that you're trying to do if you are stuck in the blame cycle mm-hmm. of, you know, I can't believe they did this to me and it was yeah. their fault and whatever. And and I always kind of say that too. And when it comes to, you know, fault versus responsibility and that kind of thing, it's like, yeah, <clears throat> maybe how, where you are right now, isn't your fault that you've gotten here and this is where you are, but it is your responsibility currently to yes. acknowledge it and kind of process through and heal it. And I think that to me, for me personally, in my journey, just the awareness of suddenly noticing where something came from or what's happening is incredibly healing just in itself. Yes. It's like, it makes sense now. It's, it's something that makes me go, oh, okay. This is why this is happening. It's not this mysterious thing that just feels like a flaw that's me. And I don't know why and what's happening. It just makes me defective. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That insight is so powerful. The insight is so powerful because that's where you get to change the patterns and stop and say, oh, I can go a new direction. I can do something different than I have been doing. And then you get to say, oh, that that looks scary. That looks okay. Yeah, it might feel scary, but you know what? We can put some boundaries around how you want to go about this. So it feels a little bit less scary. And we can know that the end product will be different from how you've been feeling before, which did that feel good? No. All right. Let's try something new. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely want to touch back on the being like the savior of everybody else on and thinking that, you know, how will they survive without me? Mm-hmm. I like to have a, a total opposite angle of that. And if you think of like the grand universal scheme of what we're here to do in our journeys and you know, I even dive into like, obviously from the beginning, we were talking about like past life stuff, things like that as well. And I believe we all have kind of missions here yes. whether we know it or not. But I think that sometimes if you have somebody who is stepping in and constantly trying to save the day, that it's actually harmful to the journey of the people that they're trying to rescue, oh, you know, yeah. and it, and it feels like you're, you're protecting them, you know, from, you don't want them to be hurt or you don't want them to be uncomfortable. You don't want them to feel bad. You don't want them to go through that discomfort of failure. And so you want to step in and do it, but you have to allow that to happen. We all know that we learn super well by making mistakes, right? Like that is that, you know, how often, how many times do you leave a wet load of laundry in the dryer or in the washer, right? And have to rewash it again before you're finally like, I got to start setting some timers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't mention that because I am the, I am, I could talk about timers all day. And I know that is something I need to really analyze about myself and set up for me. So I'm so glad you mentioned that, but, and I'm really glad you brought this up specifically. I'm sorry. I don't want to step. I want, are you finished? Keep going. Yes. Okay. Go, go. Yeah. <laughs> because I was on my way back from dropping my stepmom off at the airport. And on the way back, I just had this like, re- like stream of consciousness about exactly what you just said. And the experiences that people have that have caused them pain they want to make sure that the people around them that they love 
aren't going to experience pain like they did. Like it's mm -hmm. our parents who said, uh, you know, when I, you know, don't do this because in my experience that doesn't, and there are pieces of wisdom and, and nuggets and, but it's so funny because we don't really realize those, what that means until we are at a certain age or we have done it ourselves and experienced ourselves. And the fulfillment and the joy, because I was listening, I was thinking about TikTok. Everybody's going to TikTok or to Instagram to get information because we are just like craving information. We just want information to fix our problems, to help us figure out the solution and to do it. The problem is, is that it's becoming uh, like a dopamine hit and, and, and we aren't exactly taking action to actually fix them. We're just taking in the information. Mm -hmm. And where we get hung up, it's like we can listen to other people's experiences all day long, but until we actually break free and power through that fear and have those experiences, good or bad, mm. good or bad, being rejected, having a failure, then we won't be able to actually feel for ourselves how powerful that knowledge really is about having the experiences ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Oh, so get that is that. powerful. Yeah, that is really, really powerful. And that was something too that I had uh, recorded, I think in the intro video of, of my <clears throat> boundaries thing, because I was like, listen, anybody in there has probably tried as many self-help help books and other courses and nothing seems to be working, right? Because this is what we do is we seek the knowledge, mm -hmm. but then not as often, and maybe we don't even finish whatever knowledge, knowledge it is that we found because we either get bored or it's not working as quickly as we'd like, or it's not magically just downloading all of this stuff yeah. for us to suddenly just know you have to use it. And I used kind of like the metaphor or analogy or whatever you want to say, but um, of, I was like, you know, I can know that I need to brush my teeth every day to, for them to stay clean and healthy and whatever. But until I actually put the brush to my teeth. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you have to do it. You have to go through it and you have to be willing. And that's actually a solo episode that I'm, I'm working on right now is not being so afraid of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's the thing is like, we want everybody to tell us all the answers because we don't want to seek it in ourselves because we're yeah. I think, kind of afraid of what we're going to find in there. Oh right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. But it's that's like, why we like, mask. That's why we yes. mask. Yeah. yeah. You know, and people come to coaches and sometimes have a different view of like, okay, tell me what to do. Like, no, yeah, I know I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you questions that you think that you might not want to face in the moment, but this is a safe space to do it. Like you're with somebody who... Who can hold that space for you and that can be very comforting because then you're not there alone in this journey trying to oh yeah that's like the flip side of it i think for me too is uh, having friends and family who know what you do and and being you know a recovering codependent myself and really working on that side of myself not having the the urge or the need to fix or solve anybody and wanting to be a coach I, and, and this is why the difference between therapy and coaching was so powerful for me because i'm very naturally curious and so having the inclination to ask questions served me really well and has served me really well as a coach because i love to kind of ask more questions and i know that you're the same way so it's very uh, helpful as a coach and where it helps with the people that you're talking with is is that 
Well, it can be tricky because you don't want to coach your friends and family, but at the same time, they are coming to you because of your ability to suspend judgment and not have something that come, you know, not be really suspend mm-hmm. judgment. Right. Right. That's Which a big, we then ma- develop as a life skill. Like, I mean, I really, it really is. So I get, you know, every now and then something will, some kind of kerfuffle will come up with me and my husband where he'll be like, I don't want you to coach me right now. And I'm like, I'm just totally. asking questions. Like I'm just being like, I feel like I'm being just conversational like that we're, we're yeah. I just talk about it like exactly I'm curious I'm curious of all things like exactly human behavior and whatever so I'm curious but yeah I but know I'm kind of careful of that and I'm like I don't know when I am or when I'm not sometimes and what a great yeah. boundary right like yeah. I, I hear him saying I I need you to to show up in to show up, but I need it in a, in a different way. Great. Tell me exactly. Give me the clarity on how you need me to show up right now. How can we, how can we solve this or not solve this, but how can we communicate about this together where it feels at ease, at ease (laughs) and uh, where it feels easier for, for us to be able to hear each other, to acknowledge what's happening with the other person. Because if they, because the same thing happens with me and my family and friends, it's like, I don't want you to coach me. It's like, I totally hear you. How can I show up for you right now? How can I support? What in which capacity do you need me? Because I'm I I have the capacity to do so. I just need you to tell me so there's there's clarity around it. And that's a boundary. That is yep. a boundary. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's an opportunity to get clarity. And a boundary is just an opportunity to get clarity. Yeah. So that everybody can connect uh more like more together. So and sometimes that means seeking the clarity even in yourself. So like he might uh-huh. say, I don't want you to coach me right now because something's feeling weird, but he might not know exactly why it feels. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Like, why, why is this strange? Like, okay, well, what's coming? And then I'm like, but shoot, now I can't like ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm stuck here. I don't know. Yeah. I'll just be quiet. I don't know. But then I'm like, oh, well, I'm deep listening. Well, I'm kind of coaching there too, but <laughs> How beautiful is, is that? Yeah, something's coming up for me and I don't. That, that That's happened to me before. Something's coming up for me and I don't know what. I need to pause. And this is a big uh, mm-hmm. tool that I, I try and impart or gift to my clients is the, the power of the pause because it is so important to just take a minute if when you feel something coming up for you is to be like, something's coming up. I don't want to disregard the conversation. It's very, very important, but I really need to focus on regulating my system right now because something is physically coming up for me. And mm-hmm. I am afraid I will say something that does not align with how I want to communicate with you right now. Yes. Yes. And that's the activation that you're talking about. Yes. yes. So that I, goes lo- back. I love that word. I love, I love, I'm, I'm going to, I'm possibly going to steal that one from you. Cause I'm, I'm, I've never been comfortable really with the trigger word either. Yeah, I, it I is. A, it's a, it's a jagged word. It's like very rough and very, I don't know, something about it, especially in this day. I don't like, I I realized it's very hard to use. And so activation really felt more aligned. Because I think triggering does have a, and again, I think because the way that it's used a lot too, but it has a very negative, like, um, Mm -hmm. like you said, jagged, I like that word too, but, but yeah. And more activation is like, it doesn't have to be anger and like some kind of lashing out triggering that sometimes that's how that feels to me. That word trigger does, but yeah. it's more of like activation is I'm sensing a feeling I'm sensing something, something's happening that doesn't feel, yeah, it doesn't line up. It doesn't align with my, like the integrity of how I want this to go or, mm-hmm. you know, it, and to me, it's kind of a, I've been thinking lately too, about, you know, the difference of if you're acting out of fear 
or, you know, something like that. Or in the um, last podcast recording I did with somebody too, we talked a lot about dignity and that was just a fantastic conversation. But <clears throat> so if you're activating because of all of that, or, you know, are you leading with love? Like, what is the difference between, you know, oh, love that. actions and, and, and the love is, you know, a love for yourself. It's a love for the other person. And what, does it really look like to lead from love? And there is no, like in that space, there is, there's so much expansion that's mm -hmm. possible. Oh in yeah. Moment. And these are like some big conversations that I feel like my husband and I have had lately because we're, we're both feeling that ability to just be there and be like, we just know that we have this really deep love for each other, but yeah, we irritate each other every now mm -hmm. and then, right? There's, mm -hmm. we live together every day and there's things that come up, but we can, and now, you know, he's known to more and more. I used to be very quick to like lash out and just like, I'm not wrong, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Wrong. And now I'm like, well, it's not even about right and wrong. Like, that's not even the thing. It was just something about me felt wounded in that moment when I wanted to lash out and I didn't want to admit that that was me. So yeah. Such awareness, such growth. Like, yeah. I, I just yeah. love hearing that stuff because that's the insight that just helps you grow so much. And it opens up so much space for your partner to see that you are absolutely willing to show up. Mm -hmm. Right. You are absolutely willing to look at your self-awareness, yourself and say, this is really what I need to work on for me because it's something that happened to me, but it's mm -hmm. coming out and it's affecting you. And, and the bounce back of energy is just, it's, it becomes off. It becomes off. So, oh, I think that is so beautiful. You said so much just right now that I'm like, I, I was listening and, and trying not to keep track of what I wanted to go back to, but I just think right. it's so powerful and so beautiful that you're able to do that. So, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. And I don't, I don't, yeah. And I don't know where we were right before all of that. <laughs> like, I don't know if there is a back on track or we just keep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, just the self-awareness bit, oh, yeah. just to touch on that for, for the part for, oh, use the triggers. And this is oh, yes. very, very specific, specific because, um, triggers, uh, I've noticed have like a, a tendency to lean towards anger, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and what angers you. And the thing about activations, what I like saying is like, uh, we are activated all the time and in a positive space too, right? Like mm -hmm. what really makes you feel good. And when we talk with our clients about needs and wants, cause like, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I want. Great. Let's start with knowing what lights you up and what feels good in your day-to-day -day life, because that is also an indication of what you want and what you want to see more of, right? Um, when you're walking around and the trash is full and you take it out and your husband goes, oh, I didn't even realize this full. Let me take it out for you. I want more of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> that feels good. Oh my gosh. You yes. saw that and you were just like, I'm going to take it out. For like, I love that. And saying that out loud is yes. so powerful. Oh, thank you so much. I love this. I, I want more of that. I remember a therapist telling me like saying those things out loud are so powerful because it really shows the other person in your partner where they can show up more for you in that space. Now mm -hmm. it's just like not even a question about it. If I go to take the trash out and 
I'll do it. You know, it's so exciting because they know, he knows exactly how he gets to show up. But I wouldn't know that unless I really checked in with myself and said, that felt good. That felt nice. I like that. I want more of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's so powerful. I, yeah, I love that. And because I think that's sometimes where our communication and relationship errors can sort of come in is in not communicating um, not only just what we don't like. I think more often we're better at communicating what we don't like. Yes. than what we do. So I kind of say that too, to people. Sometimes I'm like, okay, if you're going to tell somebody to stop doing something, or you don't want them to do something anymore, you have to give them more guidance on what to do instead. As hundred well. percent. Like, you can't just drop something. You've got to fill that space with, okay, I don't really like that, but what I would prefer is this, or, you know, that sort of thing, because yeah. And then communicating these things that we do enjoy and like, you know, I hear, and I'm sure there will be people listening that can, can relate to this. Right. But you hear when people say things like, um, oh gosh, I actually totally just lost my train of thought, but when they're in a, in communication with somebody and they're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want you to do this. Son of a gun. (laughs) I lost it. No, that happens. It's okay. So we're not editing this, so we're just going to no, roll with it. No, we're not. We're going to yeah. roll with it. So yeah. we're going to keep going. But yeah, I, I was just trying to think of like, um, yeah, we're just going to yeah. have to keep going. But so the the awareness of it and, and communicating it is just, just a really good thing. Anyway, to like yeah. tell people to tell people what you enjoy that, yeah, like you said, the showing up and well, all because that as well. The triggers that, oh, so, so yeah, yeah. Activa- yeah. the activations that do happen within us that uh, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be all about that anger and negativity. And uh, as soon as you're able to show up in a space where you can communicate what you want, that, that goes to the boundaries and people are so afraid to express how they feel, what they need, what they want, because... <laughs> A lot of the times, it, I mean, and I said it earlier before, it's the fear, right? It mm-hmm. is how will this person react if I actually say how I'm feeling about the situation in the moment? Are they going to get mad? Are they going to get sad? Are they going to leave me? That's like, and then I'm going to be in a cave by myself in the middle of winter and nobody's going to take care of me. It's like that whole abandonment thing. But the reality is, is that when you choose not to, because we have to see what we can control and what we can't control. And what is 100% certain is that we cannot control how another person is going to respond or react to whatever it is that we are bringing to the table. We can do our best to communicate it in a gentle, mindful way that is hopefully going to be received with the power of our intention. That is what we are trying to express. But perception is a B, man. Everybody has their own perception because of the way that they came into this world and how they've experienced their life. And so you, when you assume, and this goes back to, you know, the four agreements, Yes. <laughs> but the assumption part is assuming that people will perceive exactly what your intention is, how you are going to express it. And then it's simply just not the case. So yeah. doing your best to really express it the way and having the uncomfortable conversations with like, I'm not sure. How did you hear that? Like, tell me exactly what happened for you in just in the most gentle way possible. I really want to know where we got hung up. Can you just tell me what was coming up for you? Because I'm kind of confused how it got miscommunicated or I, I don't think what I was trying to explain was communicated how I wanted it to. And so I just want to know what came up for you and have that conversation around it because 
I'm sorry, you know? Yes. It's, that is so true because you make the assumption that, you know, you're, you were both there for the same conversation, right? You both heard the same words, but like you said, because of the perception and maybe one little thing activated somebody yes. and then they latched onto that and stopped listening to the rest of it or mm -hmm. only, you know, picking up on certain parts, but yeah, they, you, to ask for that clarification where somebody might be, Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. So we're back to it, but that yes. you should have known. You should have known, right? So like in the asking for when, you know, if your husband helps you take out the garbage and you're like, thank you so much. I've heard so many people say things like, why do I have to thank my husband for all of this stuff all the time? Why does it, why is he always, always expecting a trophy or whatever for like, and he always wants me to thank him up and down for everything. Like I always just need to be like, and it's like, that's not a bad thing to yeah. think. I get it that you're probably doing a lot in that moment that perhaps you're not getting thanks for like that might be, but that could be part of that communication as well is saying, I just need you. Cause I think a lot of the times too, and I think women feel this more than men, but that we get a bit of the, the savior complex absolutely comes in where we're like, I'm going to do everything around here. Fine. Nobody else is going to do it. I'm going to do it all. And, and then I'm just gonna, I'm going to hope that somebody says, thank you, but I'm not going to say that I need it. Right. That I'm not going to say that, that it's important to me. Even oh, yeah. is, so then you feel like everybody's ungrateful. <laughs> Let's talk about this for a second, because I think this is really important. And I saw somebody post about this the other day. They're like, they had this meme and it was, uh, or a, a reel and it was them getting ready to go on vacation and they're cleaning up everything. They're cleaning up everything. They're, you know, making sure everybody's packed. They're making sure that the cooler is filled with food. They're doing all this stuff. And then they had a clip of, and then my husband decides this is the day that the seeds need to get on the lawn, right? Like they need to like, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so relatable. I can't tell you how many times that I've had a party and I've, my husband, and I joke about this all the time. We've had a party and I was, I have a million things to do. I'm cooking the food, I'm cleaning the house and this and this and that. And he goes, today's the day I think I'll clean out my work truck, you know? And I'm like, what? and instead of, <laughs> I know that's important to him. So instead of telling him, maybe not today, you know, can, and giving him some specific tasks to help out, help me, I go into resentment. Oh, I can't believe today's the day, right? Fine. Like, Fine. And then I'll just it. clean up everything myself and do it. And it wasn't until the last time we had some people over at that, we had this discussion the night before. Tomorrow we're gonna have people over and and I said, I'm gonna need some help tomorrow. Is there anything that you really wanted to do tomorrow specifically before the party? So that way we can arrange how we can help each other for what's gonna happen. And you know, he was like, I really wanna get a haircut. I'm like, great, okay, perfect. So uh, how, can, how can we work together? Because I do, I need help. Mm -hmm. I right. need help and oh you need help great can you tell me specifically how you need me to help whether it's go to the grocery store make a list clean the bathroom oh yes absolutely and I had just you know some just like five things mm -hmm. and he loved it he loved that he could arrange his time because he's a timer guy he's always on time and me I'm just like yeah. Ooh, do do like whatever it's fine Yes. And but for him, it was the the structure, the boundaries around what he needed to mm -hmm. do. That mm -hmm. was so helpful. And you know what, we were way before on time, we were so we were waiting for people to come like twiddling. Our and he still got his haircut. And he got his haircut. Yeah, he got you know, he was he was great. For yeah. for all it was such a collaborative 
thing that we've we've done and it, that felt like so much insight right because that goes back to i what i what feels good and now i know this feels so good i will never do it any other way ever again yes for yeah. any for i know anything. right yeah it does it feels tremendous and this asking for help part is definitely really really hard yeah. to to get through if you're not used to it and i did it um just last week too we were um having to get together with some of our friends and we were talking about we're going to be going to a um, great america uh, roller coaster place whatever in september so we were trying to plan that out so we wanted to get together with the families and my husband asked me, he's like, oh, they're wondering if you could cook. Um, it's something, it's a pasta dish I make and it's called the big boo around Ooh. here, but it's like a really good meal that I make that it's, yeah, it's very yummy. Go on. But we want to know. <laughs> it's like a white wine sauce with like, it's got bacon and it's oh. like, it's just, it's amazing. But All right. anyway, so I, so this is kind of what I've gotten famous for is this dish that I make. And so he was like, they want to know if you would make that for dinner when they come over. And I was like okay and I kind of sat with it for some like something about that like I'm getting so in tune with my body mm -hmm. and with this like intuitive hit that I was like oh something didn't feel right there have been plenty of times before where I've been like hell yes I will make that like I love it I love cooking for people and having them enjoy yeah. it yeah that but something about that time I was like oh I don't know so I kind of looked at my calendar and I'm like well it's not like it's super heavy but there is kind of a couple things going on that I feel like I will be rushed at the end and I don't want to feel that way. I'm like, I know how that feels. And I hate that when I'm yep. like trying to get stuff done and then he was going to be running late. So I was like, you know, he wouldn't be there to help me. And so at one point the next day he texted me and he's like, are you like, do you want to do that or not or whatever? And I was like, he's like, cause actually the other family did offer to make dinner if we can't. And I said, I will accept that offer. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm totally okay with it. Where I know there would have been times in the past that I've been like, oh no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. Don't worry. Like, it's fine. Cause I would have felt like I was imposing on them, even though they offered. Right. right. Like, uh, <laughs> it's still that but, natural yeah. instinct to go back and think yeah. that we, we need to be that person. Oh, so that so just felt power. really good too to just be Got like it. no i can say no this time it's a it's yes most of the time but and that's the thing too is boundaries are fluid right mm -hmm. boundaries are very fluid based on your current state of mind your schedule where you're at at the time oh you know, absolutely sometimes i'll allow my husband to do things that annoy me more than i'll allow it in others and he knows when i i just have to communicate when that <laughs> when that line is coming up and be like nope not today absolutely that's why communication is such a big part of this and why understanding how when we communicate things and at the capacity at which we do that and this is why regulation is so like self-regulate like regulating our system because we will say things that we will regret later if we do not check in with ourselves to say, I should not respond right now because I will be responding from a place in my brain that is not logical, it is on fire, and I need to take some time to calm that part of my brain down because it is in our nature to fight, flight, freeze, fawn. Like it's just, it's in our system. So it's, it's, not, it's not, and it has a powerful hold on us because this is a survival mechanism. And so no matter what we do, no matter how we try, the best way that we can help ourselves when that system goes offline and to get ourselves back online is to really check in with how our body is feeling. And, you, and um, a somatic therapist is really good for that to help you kind of get started, mm -hmm. but uh, really 
you could just, I mean, you can look online to figure out how to figure out ways to really check in with your body, but it's so important because as soon as that moment comes up and that flare up happens and you feel those things, it's like, okay, something I can, I can work with this. I, let's figure out what's coming up and getting curious with yourself and suspending your own judgment about guilt or shame or what you're feeling and really diving deep within yourself. It's like your own little personal coach for yourself. Yes. 100%. We all have the capacity to do yep. that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we've just gone, you know, kind of back to this whole, like, we're sort of afraid of ourselves, but really, because I think people think like, okay, but I already have all this, like these crazy thoughts and like this frustration and this anger, or this, whatever here, if I go deeper, it's just going to open up that portal. Mm but it doesn't mm -mm. like it doesn't at all. It actually like creates. So I had a vision. You're, you're another movie person. So I'm sure, but yes. I had a vision yesterday as I was driving and I was like, what it actually feels like is so the movie Casper. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I know this is like, this yes. Is like yeah. 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 But So there's a woman in there named Kerrigan. Okay. And she is like trying to like take over this house that Casper lives in and she's trying yes. to get rid of the ghost and like whatever yes. else, right? But she's like this evil woman and whatever. But there's a part at the end that she like turns into a cartoon version of herself or she she dies. So okay. like she's a ghost or whatever. <laughs> but then like they talk about unfinished business and then she doesn't have unfinished finished business. So then she crosses over. And when she crosses over, that was a very long explanation for where we get to this part. Yes. <laughs> when she crosses over, like beams of light start shooting from her body, right? Mm. And like, that's how it happens is like from her little cartoon body, there's like all these beams of light that start shining through. And then she's just kind of like taken in. So but that's how I sort of imagine is like, we're so afraid that this like evil portal of stuff is going to open up when we dig in, but really it's going to be these beams of light. Absolutely. That start coming out that you go, oh my gosh, like, actually that's really beautiful. And actually when I care for myself and love myself really deeply it creates so much sunshine really it it's does from love again we're like back to that spot but but yeah we're now when you're interacting with people it doesn't have to be from these worries and these frustrations and angers and whatever else because you're like what am I feeling like I was hurt I was hurt just now something mm -hmm. doesn't feel good but now like I want to explore that because you know I want to get that way and then yeah yeah and and the best part about this work is really acknowledging that you can lean on yourself and not have the desire because I think you said something about uh how we want our partner to to do those things and just kind of know. And it's like, that is a fantasy, right? That is something that we have, have an attachment to of this fantasy idea of this ideal person of this, you know, white knight in shining armor that comes and sweeps us off and does everything and, and knows what we're feeling before we're feeling it and knows our requests before we know them. And all this stuff, it's like, you're your own white knight, you are your own, be your own fantasy in terms of what you need and you want for yourself and show up in the capacity where you can express yourself freely. So you can draw in people who are listening, who will acknowledge that, who will say, oh, there's so much clarity here. I, I know exactly where I stand with you because that feels really good. Yes. <laughs> that oh. feels so much better than not knowing where you stand with people or like, did they said this? Did they mean it though? Like what there, I, it felt like there's passive aggression there. That doesn't 
feel good. That doesn't feel right. And I was so guilty of the passive aggressive thing before I really was. And I trying not to shame myself for that because that's what I needed at the time. But at the same time, knowing that I can show up and ex truly express how I'm feeling and what I need and what I want now with, in a mindful way is so much more powerful because then people show up and those people are going to, they champion that. Mm -hmm. They are just like, yes, of course I can help you or no, I cannot. And that gives them the freedom to say, oh, that doesn't feel good for me. Oh, okay, great. Now we know. Now there's this clarity. Exactly where I wanted to go with my next <laughs> question. Perfect. Is what Perfect. if somebody says no? What if um, you ask for a request and they say, no, that's not good for me. Somebody yeah. else. Yeah. So, um, yeah. How does that feel? Right. And <laughs> so feel? it goes really to me that goes like really deep. And so this is where people do get afraid that they might get abandoned or they might get left yeah. behind or that something might happen because yes, like you said, you can't control anybody else's actions. So you can say, honey, I need you to take out the garbage for me. Like, I would really like it if you did that or something that's a stronger boundary that I like, I really need, I need you to respect me more than talking to me this way. Or, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there's things that it really takes, you know, gives your, your worth a, a hit if you're constantly getting, you know, talked to poorly or things like that. And if they're just not gonna, they don't have the capacity to meet that need, then it's time for an exit. Right. 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 And that can be a tough pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be in a way that somebody's necessarily getting harmed or getting, you know, where mm -hmm. again, my husband and I have some, had some really deep conversations lately. And there have been things where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm on a path of definitely personal growth development. I just felt a major shift in my consciousness and whatever, and like where I'm going. And then, you know, and he's, he's on his path and his journey in his life too. And at some point in way back in 2016, I found a journal entry where I wrote and I said, I fear that this will harm my marriage. If I do the work I feel I'm required to do, which is kind of crazy, oh right? Gosh. Like, wow. Years ago that I had written that, but, and, and will it, I don't know. I still don't know. But the thing is, is like, we're great right now because he has come along with me in this, in this opening and this, like being able to communicate and being able to like, be really open to all of yeah. this. So it's been very, very beautiful, beautiful. It's been a wonderful experience, but could there be a time where I say, you know what, I know that what I need is to move to North Carolina and uh, like live whatever, like a nomadic life, or I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, who yeah, knows what's, what's going to come up in my future where my twisted plot goes, right? <laughs> but Matt, I just plugged your podcast. You did. So, thank you. <laughs> but who knows? And what if he says, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to stay close to family or I want to, you know, whatever, then it, you know, it would have, it would actually be in those moments out of supreme love. If we were to ever split because mm. of things like that, it would actually be because of loving each other so deeply that both of us need to have our needs fulfilled and you know you just said it very perfectly i i just it makes my that is leading from love that yeah. truly is leading from love because there is there is so much more pain in staying where you aren't and forcing yourself into a space that does not align and everyone on this planet is so valuable everyone has you know 
amazing uniqueness and yet at the same time we're all really striving for connection and to be understood so if we can't and and your own needs and wants and this is why i stress this so much is because uh if you feel like you're not able to communicate what you need and want or it's not being received in the way or they can't show up like that it's like we change so much as people uh, we we evolve so much through the growth experience and i think it was great you did a post recently about love what was what was was it about love and uh relationships and what what is true love in a relationship Oh yeah. And I, I think I had asked people that question was yeah. like, yeah, what, oh gosh, I forget what the first part was, is like, oh, what is the perfect relationship and yeah. how, how does love relate? Like, yeah. 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 And I think that that is so important because what you feel when you're younger doesn't necessarily match uh, with when you're older. And if you are looking to change your partner, it's just, that's, it's not, not love. it's not love because you're changing your, you're already changing yourself. Right. And to ask someone to change completely, it's like, th that's really hard. That's really hard because maybe they're not ready. Maybe they're not ready to explore parts of themselves for whatever reason. And to force someone down that path is just, it's, it's really, uh, it's, it's a hard, that's a hard thing yeah. to do because we can't expect someone to be ready at the same time as us. That's why compassion is the best tool yeah. for really working on this stuff. When, when one person starts to do their, their personal development work and the other person's not ready to do it, having compassion for the other person mm -hmm. and like exploring what feels good about doing the work for yourself. Right. Right. And being your own champion, being yeah. your own person again. And that's kind of what I've always done. And that's, that's the part that I'm so thankful that he's always understood yeah. about me is that like, I'm, and I guess I've always been kind of okay at doing the whole boundaries thing and whatever, because it's always been like, well, I'm going to do what I want. And like, it, so, so many times he'll like, he'll say something like, well, you should blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah like I, <laughs> So we have a clear understanding that, yeah, that, yeah. but that's my rebel tendency and everything that oh, yeah. through as well. Right. But so he knows, he knows who he married and he knows what he got, but, but so he knows that when I say something and he can, he can sense the seriousness and like, this is the work I'm doing. This is whatever that he's like, all right, more power to you. I support you and everything, you know, like, go ahead. Like he can yeah. sense that my journey is good and whatever. Yeah. But, and I've heard a lot of people say that about this girl. It's like, how can I get my husband to do these things with me? you can't no. like you can introduce and you can say, Hey, this might be a book that you might find interesting at some point, you know, mm -hmm. and I do that yeah. occasionally with my husband. I'm like, you might want to, you know, check that out. And somebody's he's like, okay. And if he doesn't, I'm not going to sit and nag him about it. Right. Like, no, well, I mean, how was, how will that be helpful for you if you yes. are doing that? Cause you will grow that resentment and it will yeah. just, that, that affects you. It doesn't affect the other person. The resentment right. really, I mean, it affects them by by the energy that's emitted from that. But but really what's coming up for you when you're feeling that resentment of, oh, I can't believe I bought the book and they're not looking at it. And I, I, if they just looked at it, they would they would be fixed. It's like, why are you so, why, where is the desire and the need to fix and to do this? Where is it coming from for you? Why? Tell, to ask yourself, like, what is coming up for you and what will happen if it doesn't get fixed the way you need it to get fixed because we have no control over that.
Yes. Yes. Yeah. What is your expectation? What do you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Expectation just kills joy. Like it It does. And it's okay to have expectations for yourself and how you want to show up. And I think that's a very, an important part of the clarity of like, uh, you know, I need to work on my timing better. I need to focus on that. I want to put an expectation for myself because I am in control of that and say, I need a boundary around this. And I really, really need to uh, set myself to a higher standard because when people see you setting yourself to a higher standard, I used to have a problem with people that weren't consistent with me, right? Like consistency is so important to me. I need people to be consistent with me. And I didn't realize I wasn't being consistent with myself. Interesting. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, mind blown, insight everywhere. What do we do? Pick up the pieces, put the puzzle back together, you know, all these things. Because I realized that my inability and my any procrastination that would come up was just me not recognizing that I'm avoiding consistency for whatever reason. Okay, now we got to look at why. Mm-hmm. And so when I started doing that, I was I was more compassionate with, with people and I didn't feel the desire, the need for other people to fill their consistent behavior because I was showing up consistently for myself now. Yeah. And I could recognize what was happening. So I'm like, oh, they can't show up. Okay. I'm not going to blame them. I'm just not going to spend that much more time with them. That's fine. I can go over here and spend time with people who I, I feel are, are matching those values. Cause I was really just surrounding myself with more people like me because that felt good and comfortable. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could go on for hours. I know me too. I mean, this is, there's so much to say. Yeah. (sighs) There's so much to say. And, and the most important thing about, I, I think boundaries and is that they don't, they don't have to be scary. Like I always, you know, when you, it became a big thing when I first started coaching, like boundaries, boundaries, you're the boundary queen. I'm not the boundary queen, you know, boundaries is, boundaries this boundary that it's like I, i'm really not as like i do know what financial boundaries are emotional sexual boundaries mm-hmm. i know i know all the things but um really the the key part of this is the awareness because checking in with yourself is so important every day and recognizing what comes up and not needing to fill or stifle down the emotions and feeling the feelings feeling the emotions around what's happening is is so important and you are totally worth your emotions you are totally worth feeling those feelings absolutely whoever told you that to shove them down or i'll give you something to cry about all those things it's just not Mm -hmm. it's not the business you're an adult you can feel your feelings you can express yourself you can totally and the people that want to acknowledge and understand you and align with where you're at they're going to show up so amazingly for you and you will find so much alignment in that and freedom from that because then you don't have to be this person who's just wound up and needing to fix it in order to keep someone there or to keep the love you don't need to fix everybody in order to keep someone there they'll they'll be there for you yep yeah, naturally. Absolutely. And what a powerful example you'll be right for everybody else around you too. If you're raising children, yes. like whoever else you're around is to witness the, yeah, seeing the, that, you know, and I said, it was funny too, cause I went to lunch 
um, yesterday with my mother-in-law and then her mom. So my grandmother-in-law, um, and it was funny because she called me and she was like, wanted to know if you had some time today and don't worry, you can say no, if, if you're busy, if you're whatever. And then later on, we were talking about it. Cause I went to lunch and everything. And I'm like, trust me, I know how to say no. I'm very yeah. comfortable with that. I'm like, so I would have, if yeah, <laughs> that's but, you know, so she's hilarious. Like, she's like, oh, she's like, I hate it when people say, you know, like, you can say no if you want, because it feels more like, a, okay, is that kind of a challenge or a thing? Like, is it really okay? Or is it not okay? Or is it, you know, oh. like, really like it was, it was kind of an interesting conversation there, but yeah. So that like, is yeah, interesting. Just, just definitely just say no. Like, yeah, they're giving you the permission and probably because they see you not saying no a lot. So they're like <laughs> affronting it with that. Like, okay, but you can, yeah. You yeah. Can That's no. so funny because when I first started the boundaries journey, I, I like, I, I noticed that a lot of my friends wouldn't ask me to, to, <laughs> to do things a lot, like, or they were, they stopped kind of calling for I the, that happened maybe, too. Maybe she needs to, I get, you know, like all these yeah. things that I'm like, no, 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 yeah, that's not no, it. I get it. I get it. Because, you know, the flip side of that is like, I don't want to ask and be rejected. Yeah. Like what right. we were talking about when somebody says, no, it's really not about you. It's about them and what's coming up for them. And it doesn't mean that they love you less because they're saying no. Right. Never exactly. means that. There, it doesn't and mean truly, that you're loved the less. The thing is, is like people will make up stories or make up lies about like, I can't go because of this or I can't go because of that. And it might just be because they're too damn tired, right? <laughs> like that might be it. We should be able to say, I'm too tired. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, and just be honest about it and not have that. So I hope that that is something that continues to like normalize is really just being truly honest about it and just being like, I don't have, I don't have the energy for it today. I just Absolutely. Don't, I don't you want to give, you want to give someone an empowering way to show up in your life is yeah. by leading by the example of, no, I'm really just too tired. And then them having the freedom to then in turn someday say to you, you know what? I'm feeling too tired. Yes. So there's like a mutual understanding of it doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I don't want to spend time with you. I'm just really freaking tired too. Yes. Oh my God, totally. Some of the best friendships that I have are all about, oh, I can't make it. I, I know I said yes, but I, and this was before. It's like knowing, and if you're in the moment and it doesn't feel right, it's probably not going to feel good later. It's yes. just, it's that is a, hands down the best thing that I could say. If in the moment someone makes a request of you and it just doesn't feel right, it's probably not going to feel good later. Yep. Yep. There's a reason why. And that's, yeah. a, that's, that's an activation feeling right there. That's an activation. That There's a chance to say, no, that's not going to work for me. Or if you want time to think about it, uh, let me get back to you. I just yes, need some take time. Yeah. Take a pause. Yeah. Absolutely. Take a pause. Don't Power have to pause. answer immediately. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Ugh, fantastic conversation. <laughs> okay. So I want to make sure, oh gosh, we didn't even, I've got it on my list that we were going to talk about FOMO. Oh, well, we didn't yeah, even talk about FOMO. I kind of touched a little bit on that. Lit. It's because when, when people did start, you know, being like, well, we're not going to ask her because she's probably going to say no. Yes. anyways. <laughs> I started to get a little FOMO because, you know, there there is some people that they don't necessarily want to do whatever it is that's happening, but they really desire to be asked mm, for whatever yeah. reason. They just like, I don't even really want to do it i just would like to be included which is conflicting ideas sometimes i think for people because it's like if you're not going to do it why am i going to ask why would i want to set myself up for rejection by you saying no you don't want to do it right. so there's some there's a conversation to be had there 
Right. And then it's finding another thing too, that may be like, okay, yeah, I don't want to do that thing that you're asking me to do in particular today, but can we find something that we do both enjoy? Yes. I would love to go get a coffee with you instead of going to do that thing or going, you know, and yeah, finding where that connection can, can arise from there too. Because you can find common ground. If you just give Mm -hmm. yourself an opportunity to have the conversation, will it be uncomfortable? Not always. Will it be uncomfortable? Maybe sometimes it just depends, but be open to, you know, how someone is showing up to have the conversation. That is like the first step. It's so great. It's so powerful. And you, you're, your bond and your connection gets so much stronger when you're able to say, this feels good. This doesn't, I want this. I don't want this. It just, it's more powerful that way. Yeah. It might be kind of like weird at first and you might be meeting people like, where is this coming from? Oh yeah. This isn't you. I said that too about like authenticity or whatever. And when you're like learning more about yourself and you start Mm -hmm. sharing more about yourself that you might get people that are like, this isn't you. This doesn't seem like you. It's like, yeah, well, it's not you in that moment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You've changed. Yeah. I'm different. You've changed. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've changed. And that's, again, lean more into compassion for the other person just trying to figure out what's going on because they're not, they have not changed or they they would like to continue this beautiful relationship of asking you to do things and you say yes, and then you're like, no, that doesn't work for me. What do you mean? It just worked for you before a hundred times. It's like, yeah, I know. I realized that doesn't sit well for me because I'm, I'm losing time in other areas of my life. And I really need to concentrate on those priorities. Doesn't mean I don't love you. I just can't show up that way for you yeah. anymore. Being so. really kind of vulnerable in that space yeah. to say, I'm working on it. This is something I've, I've not been good at in the past, but yeah, it doesn't feel good. And I want to feel better. Yeah. They love you. Like I said, they'll understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they love you and they can't understand too. And so just knowing that, uh, it's a, there's a growth period for all of this and being kind, gentle with yourself, extra gentle, just give yourself, yes, exactly. Just lean into that, um, gentleness just because it's, it's, it can be uncomfortable or not. You're just like a powerhouse and you're just like, no, all the time. Yeah. 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 That's the thing too. Cause, and then just very briefly, but yeah, people will worry about like, oh, well, it feels selfish, right? Like I've been taking time to my, it feels selfish. And I'm, and I always, I'm like, okay, if you're already somebody who's a natural, like people pleaser, that that's kind of the way that you go. I don't think you have to worry too much about getting to the selfish end of things. Oh, like yeah. you will have a really hard time getting to selfishness. Yeah. If that's what you're. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. It just, it made me think of, um, a request that somebody said, they said, Hey, can you take me to the airport? I'm like a, Uber for the airport, people love to, you know, ask me for that. And I, usually I don't mind, usually um, if it works out. But I told this person, I said, uh, I said, <laughs> it was my dad. I told my dad, I said, dad, you know, um, I can take you to the airport this time. Oh, that's great. I'll do this for you. They, He wants to make it transactional, right? Oh, like I will do this and I will pick you up here. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? I don't need any of that. All I need is the understanding that I can do it this time, but I might not be able to do it next time. Yeah. That's it. I don't need anything in return. I don't need you to do. I just, I just need the understanding that uh, I can do it this time, but there might be a time I will not be able to do it. And if you could just be understanding of that and, you know, then that would be great. And he's, oh my God. 
gosh, of course, no problem, no problem, absolutely. And the clarity was so important because now I feel good about saying, I can't do it. You know, like I can't pick you up or I can't drop you off. And and that gives them the opportunity to find other resources to help them for getting where they need to go. And giving them a heads up that like, yeah, "Yeah, it's okay now, but something might change in the future. That's something. Yep. Absolutely. I think that's really, that's really smart too. Yeah. I like that. So, so very cool. All right, Evelyn. Well, besides the twisted plot podcast that I already plugged earlier, yes, snuck in there nicely. (laughs) Oh, so perfect. Um, (laughs) How else can everybody get a hold of you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Evelyn Marley. I like to just post like basically all my thoughts of consciousness on there, stuff that I comes up. Real. I love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that comes up for me, I just put it up there because I think I find a lot of value in in the insight and I'm just hoping that maybe it'll spark internal conversations with yourself and getting curious about what comes up for you too. Like that's what I that's why I do that. So, and then um, you can find me at uh, EvelynMarleyCoaching.com. I finally got my website up and running. Yay. It is so funny. Somebody uh, DM me. They're like, "Hey, I do <laughs> websites. I do website design. It's at this price, and I just wanted to let you know that I'm willing to give you at this price." And I was like, "You know what?" That is a great price. However, I spent a lot of time creating this website myself, and I just want to let it ride for a little bit. If I need anyone, I will totally look into your work and and yeah. see that's a that's an alignment. But right now, I just want to you know revel in the glory that I created this website and I got it up and running myself. So yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I've I've gone through like so many iterations of my website where I've just like <laughs> created and dumped it, created and dumped yeah. it. Like, I've set it on fire probably five or six different times and started over. And now I like I've, it's so simplistic that I'm literally like. And I think I even put on there, like, there's not, you're not going to find a lot of information on here. And that's by design. If you want to get in touch with me, like, let's talk. Oh, but I love I'm, that. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't know, let's just have a casual chat and see what you're looking for. But I'm <sighs> feeling very open and expansive to like knowing that people will come to me that they know what they'll know what they need and that I'll be able to help them through that. So I'm just feeling really open in the whole thing. But yeah, the website thing, I'm like, Ugh, like every now and then I just have to like, like it's still open and it's there, but set it on the back burner. I'm not looking at it for a while. And then someday so many decisions to get back in there. Yeah. (laughs) So many decisions. My analysis paralysis is like, no, we're not doing that. Just make a choice, set a boundary around a timer about how long you want to spend on that decision and just do it. 100%. 100%. There you go. So fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. I was so excited for this conversation and rightly so because it was amazing. So I am going to get off this call and actually Google Keanu Reeves Day and see if that exists. Um, (laughs) I was just going to say, I'm going to go register Keanu Reeves Day. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll be talking right after this. Sounds good. We'll see how that goes. Absolutely. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck with all of your boundaries stuff. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you again real soon. Sounds good. (laughs) Bye.